The 2019 Doctrine and Devotion Conference on Biblical Theology is a day away. It's nigh. Yeah, it's uh, it's right here. You can go to doctrineanddevotion.com slash conference to register. It's going down this Friday and Saturday, so get on it. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Stress level high? Oh, always. Man. So on top of like ministry work Mm -hmm. and stuff that, you know, like uh, on top of your job, your vocation, we've got this conference coming up, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of moving pieces in a, a lot of moving parts. Mm, yes, yes. And putting on a conference. So this our conference, you know, just a few hundred people. I can't imagine what some of these other people do. Uh, yeah, you have to have, I think, full-time dudes running that stuff. Oh, I'm sure they do. We've got, like, volunteers like uh, Brian Malcolm and Krista McDunn and, and Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Feldman. What's his name? Is it Corey Feldman? Corey Feldman. Adam Logan. Adam Logan. <laughs> you know who it is. Stop so it. So Adam Dalton. Uh, mm-hmm. You know those are the those are the the volunteers that have really helped us to to put this together and pull it off. We're really grateful for them because uh, otherwise this would not be happening. These we got boxes everywhere, man. My my office is crazy. Oh yeah. So um, so yeah, we got what's tomorrow. We're gonna have the boxes moved over to the venue. Yep, we're gonna. We already rented a truck. We're gonna get everything that's over at the warehouse. Come here, get everything here, and then head on over to the oh, church. I'm excited, man. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. Oh. You know what, though, I just want to. I just want to say, as as stressful as a season as it is, mm. as as you know, the many hardships that you encounter in life and ministry and vocation and family and you know the pressure of the conference and everything, it's really nice when God gives you something. An extra gift, an extra kindness mm. that lifts your spirits and allows you to see uh, the brightness of the goodness of God. Oh yeah, um, in your everyday life, that just reminds you, like that God is with me and God is for me. Wow, was this during your devotions or? No, no, no. I'm thinking about the canasta game that you and I just played against Stephen Justin. Oh, now that that was blessing upon that oh. was grace upon grace. Oh, I'm telling you, man, it every was... round was a grace upon grace. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> It was so funny. You, you, I mean, oh man, they were, uh, they were not getting the cards mm. and we were getting the cards. It was, and we were playing them perfectly. It was just the funniest thing. Oh, and it was it started so, yeah, it really, by skunking them and it ended with a natural. <laughs> all red threes, all four red threes. Anyways, nobody knows what we mean unless they play canasta. Anyways, all we're trying to say is, uh, it's been, uh, that was a nice day, a nice part of the day right there. That was, that, that, that really was. I, uh, I needed that. You needed that. Now, here's the thing. Uh, conference is going down. Yeah. But then on Sunday, Dr. James Hamilton's mm. is going to be preaching at Redeemer all three, three times. Three yep. services. He didn't sign up for that. <laughs> we, yeah. When we first started, we were at two. We yeah. said, ah, guess what? You got three now. Hey, James. So, um, so people are going to come. There's some of the people are going to be coming here worshiping. It's a good mm-hmm. thing we have three services now. That makes it easier. Uh, and they're going to experience how we do worship, right? They're yep. going to encounter our liturgy. And we thought, well, why don't we talk about liturgy and our liturgy at Redeemer more specifically? We've touched on this in the past yeah. a long time ago, but we wanted to bring it up again and actually walk through our liturgy and why we do the things that we do. Mm-hmm. So when Joe, like when we talk about like a liturgy, what do we, what do we talk about there? Cause I, 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 you know, I grew up Catholic. So I remember right. you know, at the front, they'd have like the board, you know, the one board. I didn't grow up a Catholic. I didn't grow up anything. Well, they had the board and you had like the different, like a dartboard. 
No, no. It's like this like wooden board square, mm-hmm. maybe rectangle yeah. vertically. Uh, and it have, you know, they they put there like the hymns and what was ever. Like, oh, they had so that at the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, so you cool. can find your. You, you follow know. the liturgy. Yeah. yeah. Now, like liturgy, uh, even the word, a lot of Baptists, for example, don't use that word. Uh, but a liturgy is really just the, the structure and the formal elements that comprise a worship service. Mm-hmm. That's all that it is. And so every worship service has a liturgy. Yeah. Some of them are very simple. Some of them are very complex. Some yeah. are informal and some are formal. Yeah. And some are good and some are bad. Some are really bad. Lots are really bad and some are good. Mm-hmm. Now, your probably your very typical Baptist church liturgy, uh, you know, you might see it in the bulletin. You'd experience it at your average small Southern Baptist church. It's probably something like a call to worship or a reading of a song, mm-hmm. a psalm, I mean. Um, yeah, there's probably about three hymns that you would sing. There's okay. an offering. There's a sermon. Uh, that's about it. That, that there's not a Maybe lot. Maybe one more song after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, three, four songs is a lot. I, I, in my experience, traveling around and preaching at some of the smaller Baptist churches, it's pretty common to have about three. So not a lot of scripture reading, no prayers of confession, no responsive readings. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that's not all that way, but that's very, very common. Yeah, we're talking about the, 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 what, the, what we see typically out there. And then you got like really complex high church liturgies, right? Where there are robes and, mm-hmm. and incense and people are walking down carrying these giant crosses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, you know how it goes. Hallelujah. Oh man, I could probably I could do the mass. Well, it's not, not mass. I know, but that's what they, I know, no, I'm talking about what they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I could do it. No. Nah. Oh no, no, I could. I call it the blasphemass. That's yeah, what I call it. <laughs> but yeah, I could still do it. So um the peace of the Lord be upon you. <laughs> you know, that's and the best I've ever heard you sing. You. Yeah, that's all that's I have. That's pretty good, man. All I have is that, yeah. Yeah, the Catholic Church taught you how to sing. That's good. <laughs> so um so do you what do you what do you think about uh, liturgy, Jimmy? Do you do you? I mean, I think I know. I know the answer to this. Mm. Oh, but, do you? Yeah, because I know you. Okay, but when it comes to liturgy, do you like more structure, less structure? Do you like it more detailed? Do you like it more fluid? Mm-hmm. You know, do you you know do you like uh, what do you, what are you looking for in in a church liturgy that you think is healthy? Yeah, I mean, I try to find uh, really wherever the lasers are. Uh, yeah. especially mm-hmm. in the liturgy when, the, when, when are they going to have the t-shirt cannon? Um, you know, that's the kind of structure I'm looking for yeah. is, is organic structure. Yeah. Or, wait, organic, but technical. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I love, I do actually, I, well, yeah, it's no secret. I, I like more structure, um, in, in our liturgy. I like knowing kind of where we're going. Um, I, I think part of it's because I think that there's been thought and prayer mm-hmm. uh, and reliance upon the Holy Spirit to kind of lead the congregation to a point, right? And right. it should be that that it, it should be to that point of worship and praise yeah. uh, of our God. Yeah, I think you know um, everybody has a liturgy, and we think it's important to think through and to rethink through mm-hmm. your liturgy at your church. Uh, I, I like what you said, Jimmy. A liturgy should be thoughtful. It should have an agenda. Yeah. Right? It should be bringing us to uh, behold the our, our triune God. And so when you're thinking about like, well, if there is an agenda and if there is a goal, then, you know, should the liturgy then function as essentially sort of a progression mm-hmm. through that? And we, we, we obviously believe that it does. Yeah function that way. And so the liturgy that we use at Redeemer is not something that we came up with. It was actually, we were kind of doing our thing. We had a bunch of different elements, but our first church planter, Pastor Jamie Page at the church in DeKalb, Mm -hmm. that's the name of the church, the church in DeKalb. And, uh, and he started using a liturgy almost exactly what, like what we're using. And we saw it and we were thinking, wow, 
Youngblood has a really cool liturgy. And he didn't make it up. He got it from somebody else. But we really liked it, and we tweaked it uh, slightly. Um, So what we have is what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight components to our liturgy. And so in our program, and we frequently put these up on Instagram so people can see them. Or by we, it's usually Joe. Yeah, I I do it. You've done it too. Uh, No, when you're out of town. No, you've done it when I was no, there. No, no, I, I do it when you're in town. You hold it up and you took it and you had the depth of field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember you? Yeah, you weren't I was there. Here, I was here. Um, so we have these eight components, and the eight components run like this: revelation, adoration, confession, expiation, proclamation, supplication, dedication, and commission. Mm. So there is a progression to these various components, and each one uh, is you know, contains a, a particular emphasis yeah, and they each can contain, contain certain elements, right? Yeah. So like when we're talking about revelation, I think others would call it like a call to worship, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's, it's usually a Psalm. And, uh, the, the point is, uh, to gather people together and say, okay, it is, it is time, you know, right. uh, the service is about to begin, uh, and to ready your, ready your hearts mm-hmm. for, for what we are about to, uh, participate in together as a family. And we call it revelation because it's always scripture. We mm-hmm. read scripture. We don't do a call to worship that isn't scripture. Um, for example, this past Sunday, it was Psalm chapter three, verses seven and eight. So it was actually a short one. Sometimes it's a whole Psalm. It just depends. So we have a revelation and, uh, because it's a call to worship, like Jimmy said, this is not a uh, something that you should miss. You oh know, yeah, we, everybody. You know, you're always oh, going to have people. Here we go. Like, I'm not getting on here anybody's case. I'm not getting go. on anybody's case. I knew as soon as, soon no, as you no. said, I was like, oh, here no. it comes. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> Most people mm. will, on occasion, be late. Mm, yeah, now my family won't be late. We're never late anywhere. Mm, but um, mm-hmm. but so you know some uh, some people, most people are going to wind up being late to church or to mm. the movies or whatever. You, you've been late to elders fellowship. We'll continue. Yeah, well that's not that's not a thing. Oh, okay. On, it's okay. a party. You don't have to be on time for that. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. And because um, you also leave early. So yeah, I do. <laughs> so be on time. I'm, I'm don't sorry. Be... I got to go home and take care of my invalid mother. You're so proud of yourself yeah, right now. Yeah, I got you right there. You, yeah, you yeah. did. Yes, you mm-hmm. did. All right, so here's the thing. The, the the revelation component matters. It's the first thing. You don't want to miss it because God uses each part of what we do in corporate worship, especially the word, to do something in you. So don't miss that. We really, we really love that. But and, that this, and that revelation is is something that's based or it's it's kind of not, it's it's in line with what we're going to see later during proclamation, right? We, they, we try they, to tie, we together. try to tie them together. So Joe is absolutely right. Uh, I mean, it's, it's leading you into that. Right now the, this next uh, section, Jimmy is, is adoration, mm-hmm. right? So we have God revealed in his word through this call to worship. And so now what we do is we begin to adore God. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, um, we, where we focus on the character of God, uh, the works of God, and what are the things that we do in this section? What are some of the things that, that we typically do? Yeah, I mean, for this one, this is uh, the word being read as well as the word being sung, right? right. So, for, you know, we'll, we'll do a couple songs uh, there, and all of our songs are, are based on Scripture, right? right. Like they have, they are, biblically, they are Christ-centered, they are gospel-saturated. We don't play around with the songs. they got to be theologically, biblically. Exactly. Tight. If CCM is not behind it, we don't want it. Yeah, man. If it doesn't have, like, uh, like, a, like a biblical name like Bethel, 
We don't want to. We don't want to do it. It's got to have like a biblical name. It's got to have a biblical like name. Bethel. Yeah. yeah. Or it, you know, the 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 person has to have like it's their name, the first name, initial, and last. Right. It's got to be Michael W. Michael Smith. W. Smith. Yes, that's what we do. <laughs> no, so we're, we're we're very tight on that. But we. Yeah. So when we, when you say that it, it it comprises like the things that we do in here, mm-hmm. that we're singing the word and we are reading the word. Yeah. Uh, talk about responsive readings. Oh, you know how much I lo- those fall into this. Exactly. I love responsive reading. So. Um, Though, like for this last Sunday was Psalm 98, one to three. Uh, and so it, it's something that ties in. It's part of that adoring, right? It's yeah. part of that ad- adoration uh, as we're, as we're proclaiming uh, our love for God. Uh, and so there'll be a Psalm or some sort of reading. Um, and so the, the worship leader will begin it and it's up on the screen. Um, but you could see there's a difference between certain uh, stanzas, portions, yeah. portions, right? Uh because there's the part for the leader and then the part for the congregation. Uh, and so the congregation is usually bold and underline. Um, and so, yeah, we'll just read a passage together, right? Right. The leader will, will read their section and then we'll usually, we will respond as a congregation. And so for this past week, um, adoration comprised of the hymn, How Great Thou Art, mm-hmm. old school, and a responsive reading from Psalm 98. Yep. And then holy, 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 mm. old school again. There we go. What's up, everybody? So we go from revelation to adoration and then to confession. Mm. And, you know, our thinking here is that, you know, God is revealed in his word through revelation. We adore him for all that he is and all that he has done. And we look upon him. Yeah. We, it's like we, we see his perfections and then we are necessarily then confronted with our imperfections mm-hmm. and our sin and our guilt. And uh, like, like Isaiah, right? He sees that the Lord is holy and he says, woe is me for I'm a man of unclean lips. Mm-hmm. Right? So here we enter into a prayer of confession. And so that's usually me. Um, I get up on the at the front and I explain. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll actually explain why we're doing this and how yeah. it flows in the yeah. liturgy. Um, but then I say, you know, explain, why don't you join me in a prayer of confession? And so I lead us out. In a time of praying, uh, sometimes it'll give us time to just reflect, but typically I'll lead us in praying uh, where we confess our sins, our guilt, ask God to convict us wherever mm-hmm. we need it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we confess Christ as Lord and as Savior in that section. And then we move to expiation. Yeah. And that's one uh, specifically uh, Lord's Supper, right? So, you know, like you said, revelation, adoration, we confess our sins. Wait and minute, then you, you can't do Lord's Supper before the sermon. You got to do Lord's Supper after the sermon. Oh, no, no, we do not. But you're supposed to. You're supposed to do Lord's Supper after w- the sermon. Who said we're supposed to? Everybody. Who's everybody? A- everybody. Everybody? Everybody. Why? 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 Because. The, who's, who's everybody? Give me one the name. The whole reformed tradition. Oh, well, yeah. But some of them dunk babies. Well, no, they don't. They sprinkle babies. They sprinkle babies. Whatever. Yeah. The Orthodox. Yeah, yeah. Well, they babies. dunk and yeah. sprinkle. Yeah. Yeah. That's how doubly uh, wrong. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is a weird thing. The fact that we this have This is something put, different. Yeah. Every yeah. church I've been at has been after the yeah. sermon. Everybody does it after. And um, for us, we do it before. You want to explain why? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think one reason is practicality. Uh, we want our, our youth, our children, uh, to witness this. So we keep- all of the kids with us, except for like the you know the really little ones, mm-hmm. uh, with us until the teaching time. Yeah, and so we have the kids there, and if they're dismissed at the teaching time, but we do communion after, then they miss out on they it. miss out on seeing it, being a part of it, learning yeah. it. And if they are believers uh, who've been baptized, then they're not taking it exactly. 
And so we want them to be a part of it. Uh, and you know, like you said, using it as a teaching opportunity. So for my kids, uh, they always come up front with me, uh, but they do not partake. You know, they do not actually one day, one day, you know, one of their uh, cousins came over, was at church with us. And uh, my boy Cohen started fencing the table. He's like, don't, <laughs> don't you take it. No, Dominic, this ain't snack time. You'll eat and drink judgment upon yourself. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Do you believe Jesus? Like he was just, he was, he was fencing that table. But anyways, so, but you know, we go up, we go back to our seats and then there, you know, I, we sit down and we talk about it, right? Uh, I'll ask them questions, uh, each of them differently at, at different times. I'll ask, you know, what does the bread represent? What does the cup represent? Uh, what's the significance of this, right? Mm-hmm. Could you, could you in your own, uh, I don't use this word power or obedience. Uh, could you in your own, you know, uh, be made right before God? Could you, are you, are you good enough to be? No, you're not. You, that's Jesus and his righteousness. So we'll go through that. The uh, It's a great teaching gospel. opportunity. Yeah. Parents love it. Um, our people really like, we do communion weekly. Yes. And Which I uh, love. Yeah. Listen, people oh. are, people are down with it. And, and again, you don't have to do it weekly. Um, you know, if, if you want to, you know, half step, you know, one of the means of grace, that's your business. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> if you don't take this seriously, that's yeah, up to you. Uh, uh, I, I, no one's here judging you. You got to make room for the t-shirt cannon. Okay, whatever you want to do. <laughs> so here, here, here's the thing. Like people wonder, well, doesn't it become rote? Doesn't it become like just like the same thing all the time? Because like with song, we sing every week, but it's different songs every week. Doesn't, well, the, Lord, yeah, I, I, well. doesn't the Lord's Supper just become the same thing every week? And the answer is no. No. Um, First of all, there are different ways of doing it. Uh, so, for example, I read a different scripture passage each week as I introduce the Lord's Supper mm-hmm. and call the people uh, to faith and repentance and call the people who are believers to draw near to the Lord. And so it's called this, this whole section is called expiation because mm-hmm. at this point we are now focusing on Christ. We put the, the laser beam on Jesus here. So there's a Lord's Supper that's kicking this off. And so we, we preach the gospel from a particular passage, emphasizing the death of Jesus, substitutionary atonement, uh, propitiation, expiation, all of it. And uh, we call people to respond. We fence the table. Mm-hmm. We tell people if you're not a believer, if you're not a confessor of Christ, then this is not for you. Um, and we encourage them, use this as a time to pray and to seek the Lord while you can. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we, we call them to, to believe in Christ. So we do all of that. And, uh, and so then, um, you know, we have wine and juice. Yep. And we have some. You we know, make sure that they're clearly labeled and even the cups themselves have a different. Yeah. Uh, we had a mix up one time. <laughs> Don't want to talk about that one. Brian doesn't want to talk about that one. I'd stop it. I wasn't going to say his name. Well, I didn't say his name. Gosh. Anyways, so yeah, we've got wine, we've got juice, uh, and then we do uh, have we send the kids, right? The kids. So after this, after this is now when we dismiss the kids. So the worship leader, the the lead musician, will say, "All right, children are now dismissed to their classes. We got teachers and helpers in the back. They'll take them on their way." And then we do another two songs, yep. um, a la- like for this last week, uh, "Alas," and "Did My Savior oh, Lead?" Old school. Uh, and then we did congregational reading again. Now this is different than a responsive reading. Yeah. What's yeah, the how what's the difference? Oh, I was going to let oh, you no, answer. Okay. No, well, was, a, a congregational reading is when we all read the entire passage together. Dang. So this week yep. it was just two verses. It was Ephesians 2, 4, and 5. So it's read in unison. Uh, it's up on the screen. And then we went into a modern song in tenderness. Oh, good. I like that song. It was pretty good. And then the most important part of the service is upon us. Giving. And announcements. Yeah. Because you know you all love to give and you all love the announcements. Ain't nobody paying attention to the announcements. No one does. They don't listen to the announcements. They don't read the bulletin. They don't yeah. look at the e-blast that gets sent. I don't even know why we do any of these things. You know what? Let's just quit. 
No, no, no. I, th- I think we should quit doing announcements. Hey, listen. I'm down. I'm down for quitting announcements. Yeah, listen. Then, here, here's yeah. the church calendar online. Figure it out. Whatever's important <laughs> to you, just go. See that bulletin you're holding in your hand? Read that thing. Yeah, but people don't do it. People yeah. just don't. Uh, but it, so here's the thing. Um, our, so people, people oftentimes wonder, like, so first of all, with offering, uh, we actually take offering very seriously. We don't just go, all right, let's pray, pass the plate. Uh, our reader, we have, uh, we have a, the, the same person that does the call to worship. Yeah. Is the same person that does offering and announcements. So we have a group of different people that do this. Uh, we have we have a bunch of people, but like I think most commonly it's the Christas, right? It's, yes, we have, yeah, three we have three Christas, Christas that do the it. Trinity of Christas. And so, anyways, <laughs> so they will read and then they will introduce. So what they do is when it gets to offering is they will read a passage of scripture that relates to offering and to giving, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they will expound on it a little bit to say like, listen, this is why we give and this is what it goes to. Um, so they'll explain a little bit of that. They are very careful to explain we don't want anybody to give under compulsion, uh, but with a with a willing heart, with a with a generous heart, with a joyful heart, mm-hmm. um, as each person has decided. In their own heart, uh, we encourage. They encourage, of course, uh, you know, visitors, newcomers. Listen, don't feel any obligation to give. Just drop that connection card in there, and all of that. So the that's that part of it. Now, while the uh, then they pray, and then the the, the bouncers uh, pass the plates, mm-hmm. and uh, and while that's going on, that's when uh, the the reader will take the time to say, "All right, a few announcements here that I want to make today. I want to point these out to you in the, mm-hmm. in the program." The most important announcement. Oh, is the the conference and devotion conference exactly on biblical? The, yeah, it's I mean, happening May third and fourth. Yeah, which is just like a day away. Yeah, two days away. One day away. Two days away. Today's Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow is today, Friday. Uh, tomorrow. It's one day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. One Thank day. You. Today. Thank you. One day. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Today. One day. Yeah. One day. Yeah. And then two. Yeah, you got it wrong. I so, got confused um, there. You got you. You know what? I, I, I you Jedi you. you. Yeah, did. I did. You did. These are not the droids looking for. Mm-hmm. So that was biblical theology May third and. Fourth, and so you need to register right now. Mm-hmm. If you, especially if you're in the Chicagoland area, you still got time. You could show up tomorrow, get in on it. Uh, we're going to have limited number of T-shirts, limited number of swag bags, but get in. It's going to be great. James Hamilton, Doug Logan, Jen Thorne, Steve McCoy Pond, Phil and Jasmine Holmes, Nick Batzik. It's going to be lit. great. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. It's going to so be registered now. And listen, we won't be talking about it no more. Yeah, you big babies crying about us talking about our conference. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, there's like we're two people. Yeah, two people. Sorry, we're promoting our conference, guys. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. Trying to share, the, trying to share the goodness. All right, so um, offering. Mm. Why? I mean, uh, announcements. Why do we do it here? Right. Uh, some people do it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Some people do it in at the end. Do you know? Do you know why we do it? Where we do it? Yeah, uh, because we also do giving during that time. So it's kind of like, it's going to be awkward. What do you do? Just to have people walk around with a plate and just music in the background? Yeah. yeah no. Because it gives them time to feel bad about not giving enough. No, That's no, no, great. No, That's no. a great strategy. No, well, yeah, great strategy, but it's not really loving to people. No, but it, it makes the offering go up. No, it does yeah. not make it go up. Well, pass that, that plate that, again. Right there. That's giving under compulsion. Exactly. No, see. <laughs> the uh, best kind of giving. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there it it, it, it does fit like it, it it's you know on a pragmatic level, um, and these are all really pragmatic uh, issues. Um, eh, at the beginning announcements, you know every you know people are late. A lot of people are going to miss it. They're not yeah, gonna, especially half our church. Yeah, half our church is going to be late. At the end, honestly, we don't like doing it at the end because we feel like the whole worship is built up to this point where you've got the truth of God on mm. your heart, on your mind, you've, you're thinking about it. And now we're going to spend five minutes talking about uh, potluck. Mm-mm. Like, really? 
We don't want to do that. So uh, the truth is, is we don't like putting announcements anywhere, but we put it here because it seems to be the least disruptive to us. There is no right or wrong. It's yeah. just the way but, we But do. we're right. All right. So revelation, adoration, confession, expiation, and yeah. then? Proclamation. Proclamation. That's the Joe Show, everybody. The oh, Joe Show. Wait, what? What's oh. up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when I get to get up and shine. shine. Well. And to be the. Um, yeah. Well, not maybe not in the first service. No, or the third. Or the second. No, no, no. Or the thorn. Yeah. Or the thorn. Yeah. Or yeah. the thorn. Or the thorn. The thorn doesn't shine. So, yeah, this is, uh, now we call it proclamation because this is the section on preaching. Yeah. And um, so typically uh, when our preachers will preach about 40 minutes or so. Um, if they're new to it, we tell them they're limited to 30. Uh, but our standard sermons are probably 40 to 45 minutes. Um, and I, honestly, that's, I mean, when I start, when we started, uh, people told me they wanted me to preach longer. I was yeah. preaching about 30 minutes. I'm like, eh, you preach longer. I'm like, oh, I can do that. Mm-hmm. So we do about 40, 45 and, um, and it is what it is. Like you can go to our, uh, you go to see Redeemer Fellowship on iTunes and, um, and listen to it to see how we do that. And, um, and so when that's closed, Right when we're finishing the sermon, uh, the preacher will pray, mm-hmm. right, which is pretty common, and so that leads us into supplication. Supplication. Now you know what? Now right now we have that the preacher praying. Yeah. In the past, though, the elders would take turns. Right. Yeah, I think it was the elder. Yeah, it yep. was the elders. Yeah, it got slow, awkward. The flow wasn't working because <clears throat> yeah, I remember when I preached and like Jeff was going to do Pastor Jeff was going to do the the pastoral prayer, and I'm like, how do I transition? Like, do I after I preach my sermon, do I not pray? You knock. It's <laughs> a canasta joke. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's actually better. I, I prefer that. The- I like the preacher to actually lead us in prayer at this point. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. And you can do it. Like well, the way I used to do it was, you know, I would make my point and then I would say, all right, Pastor Jeff, would you come and lead us in prayer as we consider these things? Uh, but then there's like the whole, like, you got to wait 30 seconds for as they come up. Yeah, because they always and, sit in the back. Right. Back row Baptists. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got. You know, that, that's that's how we do supplication. And then supplication leads into dedication. Ooh. Yeah. So here we got a couple more songs, right? And a scripture reading. Why is it dedication? Why is it dedication? Because yeah. we are dedicating ourselves uh, or in a lot of ways, rededicating ourselves uh, to the work of Christ, to these changes, right? Because as we're hearing the word of God proclaimed, we're convicted uh, of our sin, right? We're, we're compelled to make I, I would say make changes, right? Because right. we're looking to glorify God in these. Because we're confronted with our with our sinfulness. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a response of faith and repentance mm-hmm. in the context of corporate worship. And so, uh, we have in this case, this last week, we had two songs and a scripture reading. So, first song was "Come Thou Fount," old school, mm-hmm. dig it. And uh, and then we had a scripture reading from Romans chapter five, verses six through eight. Oh, but then we had a modern song. Mm, My One Comfort. Oh, it's based on the Heidelberg. (laughs) Oh, Dustin Kensrue, man. That's a great song. Oh, that's a great one. But then that leads into commission. What's commission? The sending out. Go and be. Go. Go. Get out of here. We're tired. (laughs) It's been three services. Beat it. I felt bad. I kind of had to do that after the second service. Yeah, I saw you rushing everybody out of there. What what do you want? It was early. It was a little early. You were rushing out. Yeah, Yeah. 20 minutes to the next service. Yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. People are, some people are going to start showing up really in yeah. five to 10, 10% of our people. And I had to, to clean. 10. So they got to go. Cause I got to clean. I got to put the ropes up. I got to get the offering plates put back. I got to reset. I got to reset the sanctuary. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was all about Jimmy. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. No, no, I didn't know here, it was all about Jimmy. Here I am resetting. <laughs> so you, Martha, Martha, <laughs> 
<laughs> just chill, Martha. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? That, yes, yeah, you it, like that. I, I did. I All did right. Like so that. the commit for us, the commission, the sending is a benediction. It's a formal benediction. And um, and so this is typically a, 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 a passage of scripture that works as a benediction. A benediction is a blessing um, that a minister says over the congregation, hand extended. Um, it is a prayer for God's mercy. Uh, not at that angle, Jimmy. What? That looks a little third Reiky. Don't, uh, you got to pivot the hand. You got to pivot got, it up. That's really important. The, the angle. pivot is yeah. very If you important. do it straight like no, this. No, you cannot not, be straight. No, not straight. Straight is not no, good is, there. You got to pivot. If you, if you don't, it's like alt right. No, and. No, no, and. You bend your hand. You bend your elbow. Elbow and bend your wrist. Like you're almost high-fiving somebody. That's almost how you do it. Yeah, you're high-fiving the preacher. The Holy Spirit. So the heat, heat or each other congregation. Okay, it doesn't matter. Point is, uh, so it, it's a benediction. Usually, it's it's from scripture. Um, number six, of course, there's a famous benediction: um, uh, "Be the face of God shine mm-hmm. upon you," and all of that. Uh, and I have actually a, a collection. Oh, a book. really good book. Yeah, get that book, Joe. Because I a guy with a great last name. So it has a V. His name is Vashholes. That's it. Yeah. Robert Vashholes. I knew it started with a V. Yeah. Benedictions, a pocket resource. And this is actually a really good, good collection of benedictions here. And um, so if you're looking, if you do benedictions or you're looking to do benedictions, uh, you know, and you're like, well, what do I do? Well, Google scripture benedictions and you'll find a bunch that way. Uh, But, uh, okay, but here, here's one. Uh, This is benediction 005 from the book. And now to God's elect, whom he has upheld since they were conceived, carried since they were born, Hear his good promise. I am he. I will sustain you. I will carry you. I will rescue even to your old age. And what's that based off of? Isaiah chapter 46. Mm. So get that book if you're looking for a book of benedictions. It's really good. Now, because we have these eight components to our liturgy, uh, and it's weird to a lot of people, like a lot of non-denominational people coming Mm -hmm. in, uh, old school Baptists or just new believers or non-believers. So what we do is we have a section over here on the side, don't we, Jimmy, in our program? Yeah, we have the why do we do that section. And so, you know, for this last week, we had a parent-child dedication. Uh, You had to bring that up. Now everybody's going to make fun of us for doing the parent-child dedication. Well, well, you're ashamed of it? No, I'm not. Then why why are you? I don't suffer a fool. Let's tell you that right now. Just, Everybody needs to step back. I, we'll do a whole. It will do a whole episode, do episode on parent-child dedications. So, so yeah, we have parent-child dedication. So we go through. You know what? What is a parent-child dedication? And we give our reasoning behind it uh, and why we do it. But for other weeks, there's a. We have. You know what is a rev, like? What is the revelation? You know, right. like why? Why do we have these certain sections in here? Why do we do? What is a prayer of confession? Exactly. What is expiation? Yeah. Um, what is a benediction mm-hmm. like, and all of that. So we explain like the Lord's Supper, baptism. We have a paragraph and it rotates out each week, right? It's it's like a new, yep. it's a new thing. So that is our worship. If you guys are going to come to Redeemer at one of our three services uh, this Sunday mm-hmm. with Dr. James Hamilton preaching. The best one come the best, to the is going to be eight, eight, the eight o'clock or the 1130 or yep. the two best the services. most important ones for you to go to yeah the 945 is kind of eh, uh, don't don't terrible. do the yeah don't do the 945 don't do that i know you're going to be tempted to don't just do it don't do it don't i do think it. they're going to be giving away door prizes at the 8 a.m don't say that that's not true they're going to be I, really I, this, we need them to not go to the 945 no, 945 is overcrowded i don't no 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 no, no. It's, it's, it's the spirit of the lord is not at the 945 okay whatever it is uh, yeah, so 8 a.m., uh, what is it, 8 a.m., 9.45, and 11.30. Those are the service times, but if you really, honestly, you Which might Which one not, are we going to be at? I'll be at all three. Oh, 
Yeah, I'm the I'm the oh. lead pastor. I gotta be here, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll probably be there too. Mm-hmm. And then we got a we got a, a a meeting we got to have after third service. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we got to have an elders meeting, a brief Why? elders meeting. That's we're doing our thing, man. It's conference weekend. Oh, man. I know, but what else are we gonna do it? Next week's Mother's Day. Yeah, see. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram or Twitter at, at Mother's Day. Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on the website, DocTrinandDevotion.com. You, there you can contact Single us. Moms. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the stores, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some Old moms. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog New posts moms. on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Who's the oldest mother here? Let's give you a prize. Mm-hmm.